Ah, the humble biscuit. When I was a kiddo growing up in rural Texas, nothing quite hit the spot like a breakfast with my people. Some of my most wonderful memories are of waking up to the smell of baking Pillsbury biscuits on a summer morning at my grandparents' house. You know, the ones that come in that vacuum-sealed can that'll put the fear of a mean Old Testament God back into your poor little heart when you open them. Well, that's right. Today, I'm going to be talking about everybody's favorite guilty geek. Ah, fuck, I gotta redo the cold open. It's Bridget, not Biscuit. Let's start this party with a bang! <laughs> I am Diana of Themyscira. This looks like a job for Superman. Now face doom. Lightning attack! Let's go, bub. Bridget first appeared in 2002 and was created by Daisuke Ishiwatari, who wanted to create a cute character that would help bring a bit of variety to the roster in Guilty Gear X2. Now, issues relating to Bridget's pronouns are somewhat complicated for reasons I am about to explain, but in the interest of chronicling my experience as it happened, I am probably going to end up referring to a bunch of stuff that isn't technically canon anymore. As of the most recent Guilty Gear game, Bridget is a transgender woman, but for most of her lifetime as a character, and most of my lifetime as a real living human being, she was generally characterized by narrative, fandom, and the internet at large as a femboy. Or, much less tastefully, It's a trap! It feels incredibly weird to say it aloud, but that 20-year-old meme was my first real exposure to Bridget, and to Guilty Gear, and quite frankly, it may have actually been my first exposure to the idea that a boy didn't have to be a boy. Or at least, that he didn't have to look like one unless he wanted to. When Bridget first appeared in X2, it was as a yo-yo-wielding, cross-dressing boy wearing a nun's habit, and her creator thought that it would be interesting to have someone unconventional to add to the cast. There were already a number of quote-unquote good-looking and tough guy characters present, so the team thought it would be interesting to make that cute character a guy, as a way to set Bridget apart from other fighting game characters. This, of course, did set Bridget apart, Especially when gaming news outlets at the time mistakenly referred to her as female, and the internet kind of ran wild with it. You know, in a bad way. Like it usually does. She became swiftly known as one of the commonly recognized trap characters on the internet, and would frequently be used to trick unsuspecting people into admitting that they found her attractive before her true identity and sex would be revealed, thus leading to yet another meme. Everyone is gay for Bridget. Bridget has a complicated backstory that involves her having been raised in a quaint and superstitious English village that wouldn't have taken kindly to the fact that her parents gave birth to a set of male twins. In an attempt to protect their children, Bridget was raised as a girl, which seems a little misguided and lacking foresight for a number of reasons, but least of all being the idea that raising a transgender child in England would be described as safe. Now, Bridget's ambiguous identity is the crux of her storyline in nearly every game appearance. And because life imitates art, imitates life, male characters in Guilty Gear will occasionally hit on her before realizing, amidst Bridget's flustered protests, that she's actually male. 
mostly for comedic effect, unfortunately. Until finally, after a full 20 years of denying it, Bridget examined her gender identity. At the Evo fighting game tournament in 2022, she was announced as a DLC character for the incredibly popular new edition of the game, Guilty Gear Strive. No, seriously, it's like so fucking popular. Everyone keeps asking me to play, but I'm afraid that I'm going to be really bad at it. Then I'm going to have to lose to a bunch of trans girls, and also my roommate. Then I'm going to be embarrassed. Anyway... When Bridget's gender and pronouns were scrubbed from promotional material, fans immediately began to speculate. Another series regular, Testament, had recently been revealed to be a canonically non-binary character, and fans assumed that Bridget would probably receive a similar treatment. But what we got was, in a rare turn of events, actually what we deserved for all the bullshit we've had to put up with through the years. I know many, many trans women who, like me, identified as femboys and traps, at earlier points in our lives, because this was the language we had to describe ourselves and our experiences. And much like Bridget, many of us came to realize that we deserved better than being an internet sideshow. In the heartfelt ending to her Guilty Gear Strive story, Bridget says, Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna play a clip, because I can do that. I'm the editor, and it's gonna sound way better coming out of her mouth than it's gonna sound coming out of mine. Stop right there. That's enough. I... I don't know what to do. I'm not strong like you, Mr. Kai. I'm too scared of losing what I have. Running away, huh? Ain't you a little young for a midlife crisis? Of course I'm running. I'm happy the way I am. Discretion can be the better part of valor. But think about it. For the sake of your future self. For my future self. But what if I make the wrong decision? You got your whole life ahead of you, kid. Gotta learn to take a hit sometime. And there are helping hands right in front of you. (sighs) I... I don't want to run scared anymore. If I keep on faking it like this, I know I'll regret it. So from now on, no matter what, No more lying to myself. Thank you. Both of you. Don't mention it. Happy trails, cowgirl. Or, uh, cowboy. Cowgirl is fine. Because I'm a girl. Now, I was originally going to end on that. But I finally figured out a way to loop in my bit from the cold open. I cannot express how much it means to me. Not just that Bridget came out as trans, but that the game's big, bearded, southern guy on the roster is actually really supportive of her. You know, instead of, like, trying to pass a law that would put a bounty on her head if she tried to do her cute little idol animation while at the grocery store and a kid was around. My grandfather passed away before I transitioned, but the way my grandmother treated me with kindness despite the fact that she was an old southern lady raised in a Baptist church, made me realize that not everybody in my home state of Texas hated me on principle. That, while the political climate is incredibly hostile, transphobia is not native to the South. There are still normal people there, like my grandfather, like my old co-workers, 
like the incredible lawyer who helped me change my name and birth certificate, and then paid for the fees out of pocket and bought me lunch on top of it. People who were supportive, kind, and afforded me the respect I deserved while I was trying to come out, even when conventional logic suggested that they wouldn't, or that they couldn't. I hope that Bridget is a turning point in media, that problematic portrayals of queer characters in years past will be apologized for and owned up to, that they will be made right with the knowledge that, problematic as they might have been, these characters still did mean something to someone, and tastefully canonizing our experience means so much more to a vulnerable community than hiding away the past. And this simple fact is perfectly illustrated in the community's overwhelmingly positive response to Brisket. Fuck! I did it again, didn't I? Well, I, I, I'm not redoing it. I'm not. I'm, I'm going back to the SRS Morrison and I'm going back to Earth 1312 where I, I, life is like trying to 1v1 at a Goryuki with a broken controller. We have a Patreon, which can be found at patreon.com backslash totally trans. And if you back us at $2 or more per month, you'll get access to all of our episodes a week early. If you back us at $3 or more, you'll be able to listen to our cool bonus content. And at $5 or more, you'll be able to join our totally trans Discord server and directly at me about how bad my opening and closing bits are. Transmissions from Another Earth is a Totally Trans Podcast Network production, so please like and subscribe to Totally Trans wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. Also, please like and rate our episodes, because we live in a nightmare world filled with people who think Sin Kisuke is a twink, even though he's completely fucking ripped. And the only thing that'll keep the twink slash twonk discourse off my feed is your contribution to our listener metrics. This Transmissions from Another Earth minisode was hosted, written, and edited by me, Jacqueline Clyde, who can be found on Twitter at where underscore wife. And our closing theme is called Inspiring 8-Bit by Phil Dillo that we found on Pixabay and that I love and am getting great mileage out of, so thanks, Phil. And until next time, transmission over. Game, Game over. over.